Blah. <laughs> Steve, I'm curious to know what for for you in the set for Peter. for Elvis. What was like? What were the highlight songs? What were the songs that apparently you know the crowd was going wild on Saturday night? Like what what were the songs that you really felt the energy you know kick back from the crowd for you? You you know. It, it, Jeff, it wasn't about the energy, man. This hmm. is not that type of show. Yeah, there was energy in some songs, but it was about him crooning. Right. And his voice was amazing. It had nothing to do with the music. Music was, an, I mean, we had, I think, I mean, if you ask me, I was the weakest link of, uh, on that stage, um, just my opinion. Uh, but you had two amazing players up there. Ronnie King and, and Jesse Dayton and of course Glenn and, and we were there to back up Glenn right it was right it was different and it wasn't about the energy it was about him crooning and he yeah. fucking crooned his ass off and he sang amazingly now what was it the second day of rehearsal Chris he sang for seven hours seven hours yep yep Okay, yep. okay, hold on, hold on a second, hold on. This is what I don't understand. How, first of all, wouldn't that, wouldn't that put, he was doing like full power, like, you know, like, not like, yeah. not like full power, but you know, like how if you're doing a soundtrack, you, a soundtrack, you might just, you know, preserve your voice a little bit. He was like full on doing it the whole time for seven hours. Yep. They got in there around two. I showed up around four and we were still there for like five more hours. I mean, it was all day. And, and it just kept going blast. over and over and over the material. Yeah, we had the wow. room. When he, uh, when he, you know, we had the room from eleven a.m. to eleven at night. Do you think did the songs really sort of uh, transform or take shape than how you came in there when you first started? Yes. Wow. Yeah, wow. It, the first day, I was a little. Um, concern but you know there's two guys that glenn and i have never played with and playing songs we've never played right and i think we all had to just find each other's groove and figure out what it, what it was about and that's what it how it came to be the, by the second day felt much more comfortable you know so right it was good um you know it, it it really it was a blast you know i'm glad chris tommy and robbie came out to you know experience it um hopefully there's more but who knows again you know, it's not an it's a different venue it's a different it's not about energy man it's about glenn glenn bringing to life his some of his favorite elvis songs and it's all about the voice it's not about the song it's about the voice hmm. and and when you um uh, what was that young and beautiful? Love that song. Well, when he, it's just him and the piano player, and yeah. it just gives <laughs> you chills, right? I mean, it's, it's so just good. amazing. It's me and Jesse stepped off stage, and you know, Glenn stood by the piano, and he sang it, and it was just unbelievable. What song do you think went over best, Steve? What's that? What song do you think went over best? 
Um, I think Girl, Fifth My Best Friend. I think Fever. Fever went yeah. well. Wow. Fever went really well. Yeah. Fever. Um, maybe Always on My Mind. I think Little Sister went great. Uh, the I, second night, we'd actually oh. got um, a Mystery Train down much better because we rehearsed it Sunday afternoon on my hangover. <laughs> So that was a real, that was a last minute addition. Wow. Yeah, we had never, we never went through it. We, we wow. went through it at, at the first sound check and I was like, never played that. That's, that's something else. So what's interesting, what I'm kind of getting, and this is the, what I'm picking up as a non-musician here, is that it's almost like, you know, as you said, like we're playing with guys who are really good, but guys that Glenn and I have never played with before. So it's almost like part of the chemistry is about feeling comfortable with those other people. It's like, yes, we all know how to play. Yes, we know all how to play these songs, but now yeah. we have to be comfortable together in the same room well, doing that, it. That's exactly it. Robbie could tell you that. I mean, yeah. it's all it's all about if you're not comfortable yeah. Then it's it's a bad. It, it doesn't work. You either works or it doesn't work. And again, it, it's it's knowing what. It's not the capabilities, but it, it's it's the groove, all right. And again, right. the first day, you're kind of feeling each other out. You're feeling the songs. You, you know, a piano player is. You know, remember, piano is is, is actually a percussion instrument, right? It so, is. Yes. Because the, the hammer hits the strings. Yes, exactly. That so makes it percussion. You know, the dynamics, and we didn't have a bass player. So without yeah. a bass player, it's me and the piano player, which is hard to hear because he was using a real baby grand piano. So it's hard to really put that up loud in the monitors because of feedback. And then there's a guitar player. So we're all trying to connect. And it's hard at the beginning because I'm not used to playing with a Piano, you know, pianist, you know, um, and then a rockabilly guy. Hmm. And you're on the other side of the stage. It's not even like you could have eye contact with them right next to one. Right, because I, I was, I, I was yeah. the opposite corner. So it, it, two uh, questions, weird. two questions. Question number one: <laughs> Why would you not be on the same side as the rest of the instruments? Is that just like a visual presentation thing? And two. Why no bass? I, that makes I don't understand that. Um, number one, so the you could see the Danzig letters, right? Mm -hmm. And number two, right. okay. uh, no bass. Um, Glenn didn't record the album with bass. The only song that has bass on it is Fever. Oh, um, uh, that was his interpretation of it. Yeah, yeah, and it worked out fine. I like to think of me myself as a drummer. I'm a meat and potatoes guy. I'm pretty straightforward. I don't need a lot of, you know, fancy schmancy bullshit because yeah, it's yeah. not what it's about. It's right. It's 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 like um, some of the best drummers keep time. It's a timekeeper. I'm not I'm not the guy from Rush the or what I ever want to be. That's not my thing. But for the Elvis thing, it was really it was more of that show was more about um, for the drums. It was more about dynamics than anything. Oh. Parts where you had to come up and parts where you played back. I noticed you did that especially on like one night as opposed to what's on the record. With the yes. Yeah, you know I mean the transitions from the verse. Well, you, you got to come out and be a little strong. 
Yeah, yeah. But I used different size sticks on different songs, and my, probably most people didn't even realize that. But I had like three different size sticks because they give you three different feels. Wow. And I had the, the rods, and I had plastic rods. And again, they're all to give different dimension. You can't, you can't do a song like Is It So Strange playing a drumstick on a cymbal. It would overpower. So I used, I used a plastic brush on the cymbal and a light drumstick for the side, for the side stick. So I had three different size sticks and then two different brushes and two different size rods again. And that's why on the drum head, why I wrote that and I wrote which rods I needed because again, in those two days of rehearsals, I realized, okay, during the dinner of, of the, no, it was actually London brought in some of these other sticks and I'm like, yeah, this will work. I went over to, the music store uh, the next day and uh, the Arby's trip, Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Where is bought he all at? these different ones and figured out, okay, this is going to work best here. You know, because it's all about dynamics with, with with that band. It's not a it's not a rock show. This was Danzig sings Elvis and. You know, it's like I said, it's all about dynamics. So question, how do you come to that decision to use this versus this? You're like, ah, this song is really sort of broad and powerful. So I'm going to use something that's more broad and powerful. Or you, as you said, dynamics, which would make me infer that it's the opposite. You'd use something lighter for something heavier or something heavier for something lighter. Here's a stick bag that I haven't put away yet. Okay. If we look at. Yeah. Break it down. the sticks. These are these oh. are rods. These. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's one size. Then there's another size. Then there's thick sticks, and then there's this is a thick stick, right? Yeah. Then there's thinner sticks. You know, so you gotta you gotta you know pick your yeah 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 pick what you're gonna use it depending on the dynamics of the song. Not every song was. Uh, like a Misfit song or a Danzig song, there's there's highs and lows of all those songs. Hmm. So that's and I had to figure that out fast. So and that's what I did. Like, like Fever has really heavy, like the drums are really showcase. So you would pick something very specific for that. That I use these sticks right here. These were the pair. Wow. You, and on uh, uh, Baby Let's Play House, you could see the. The, the sticks, how they're kind of all bent from hitting the rim. Right, you use the rim for certain sounds. Cool. Yes. Very cool. So, 